I, he, he hates his mother-in-law. So, like, if there's one thing. <laughs> that was great. No I matter love that. what culture, yeah. we can all come together and, and accept the fact that you're never going to get along with your mother-in-law. <laughs> well, 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 welcome back to the Netflix Book Club podcast. We're back. It's Mike Tui. We're back. And my co-host. It's Dennis Rooney. And his co-host. It's me, Mike Tui. Mike Tui, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the hierarchy of co- is host always equivalent to co-host or is it just co-hosts? We're both co-hosts. We're both co-hosts, right? Yeah, and our host is you, the listener. It's all for you, Damien. <laughs> this is all for you. You ever see that one, The Omen? Yeah, of course. Never saw it. Really? Never saw The Omen. Never saw Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby is. And anxiety induced. So you love the old movies. Well, the classics. The classics. Yeah, horror or not. I haven't watched Vertigo yet. I know I made that promise last week. I'm like, I'm going to get on it. Hitchcock. Yeah, no. That was the one you were like, Oh, yeah. Vertigo's one you could probably do some extracurriculars. Drugs. What? What? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I said last week. I was like, I'm going to take some mushroom chocolate, and you gave me a big old thumbs up. It is is not. For Vertigo. Huh? Unlike Psycho, it is not in black and white. Right, right, right. A lot right. of use of colors and versions. I didn't mind the black and white in Psycho. It worked. I'm it just worked saying out. that's what it's you know known yeah. for was the colors that he used. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I have seen that. I've seen the color palettes mm-hmm. that like the entire film. Like if you cut it all down to just picture by picture, you can see the palette change from like the start of the movie to the end. Interesting stuff. Just another thing like at the time. Yeah. No one had seen something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I guess when you first start making movies, you're not thinking, like, it's so important that this dude's jacket <laughs> matches, like, the overall. Also, I think Vertigo was one of those ones that came out and it was, like, co- sort of commercially panned and people didn't really get it. Oh, yeah. And then over time, it was like, oh, no, wait, he did yeah. something here. People were dumb, I guess, or, or, or dumber than they are now. And, and they weren't so open for different Stuff. Right, right. You know, they really liked the ways, you know, stuck in their ways. 1950s, early 60s, Vertigo comes out, yeah. Like, if you got dummies nowadays who are like, oh, everything's LGBTQ+, everything's woke. Sure. I guarantee you there's people who are like, Vertigo, what is that, Italian? I'm not (laughs) watching this fucking movie. (laughs) I still don't know what Vertigo means. (laughs) It's like the, it's like the, um, the bends, right? When you go. Yeah, it's a bit of a dizzy smell. Spell. I, right, a dizzy you spell. know, if someone who actually suffers from vertigo would be like, it's not just it's a, a lot more serious than just a dizzy spell. It's a lot more serious than a dizzy spell. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure it is. People okay. love their afflictions, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> How are you a victim today? Let oh, us man. Count the ways. I know some people who get migraines, and it's like, if you didn't make, get migraines, I don't know what you'd be all about. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like everything revolves. And I, I feel bad because I'm sure they're in pain. I'm sure it sucks. It's every time you're horny. Another, is that another oh God. migraine? Yeah, right. Yeah, very convenient, <laughs> Margaret. That's like the old. I feel like eighties and nineties. Like, yeah. my wife's got a migraine. Yeah, can't have sex with me. Thanks to Tylenol, I could still force myself <laughs> upon her. <Whoa. laughs> it's like, well, I'm. You know, this. Yeah, yeah, speaking you, you of forcing it. yourself. Hey, upon her. very fluid episode so far. <laughs> this film uh, had some some elements of uh, sexual assault. How'd this one wind up on the docket? I think you threw this one out, right? I did. I didn't. I didn't really uh, look too much into it. I saw that it was a foreign film, and that it, you know we'd have to do um, subtitles, right? And I saw that it was a kind of an interesting, like mystery thriller. I love a thriller. Love a love a thriller. True crime. You know, it was true, based at least based on real life events. Yeah. So that was enough for me to be like, all right, let's try this. Yeah. You know? When I saw the the 
I guess, what do you call it? The title card. You know, when you're flipping through Netflix, you just yeah. see a little picture. And I saw that and I very briefly read it. I was like, God damn it. What is Mike dragging me into? <laughs> what? what kind of bullshit? I'm like. <laughs> no, the title card wasn't it a very intricate, like, Iran- Iranian. I think it was the 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 rug. Oh, okay. The very cliche rug with the. uh okay. The heavier gal on it making, like, a face. Oh, all right. Which is a fucking great poster, by the way. Yeah, it was a very cool poster. Yeah, I really, really like that yeah, poster. That's what I mean. But you saw that and you thought, what did it might get you into? I, thought- I was just... I mean, listen, There's that's my dummy brain, though, going off in the back, where it's like, oh, another movie where a woman's victimized. How many of these do I have to watch? Right, right. And why, then... Why can't we just get another Brad Pitt with his shirt off? Yeah, come on, man. Ro- Rooney wants another seven years in Tibet. Eight more years in Tibet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of Brad Pitt, take a look at our new Netflix book club poster. Oh, shit. They should be on Instagram by the time this episode comes out because okay. the, the artist is sending me Instagram formatted version later today, just so you know. Great. The big launch. Yeah, I'm man. looking forward to this. You and your baby blues got in there. I'm so happy for that. <laughs> no, uh, it looks really good. I'm re- I'm very happy with it. She kept me way thin. What's which, the artist's name? Do you want to say? Leah. Shout out Lauren Satchwell. Thank you very much, Lauren. She's on Instagram. She's open to commissions. Queens native. Oh, cool. Cool people, good people, great artist, and uh, she made me very skinny. She made she made us both very anime, which I kind of like. I'm extremely pretty. Yeah, we're both very pretty in this. And at first, we'll get to the movie in a second. But at first, she had said she sent me it, and I sent it to you, and you were like, "My eyes are blue. Everybody knows this." Because she sent the version where the eyes were just the, the pupil, and then it was just like white around. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I didn't like it. You were like, "Is it not done? Is where's my blues? Where are my baby blues?" Yeah, I got blue eyes, baby. So I didn't tell you this, but I'll share it on the pod now. Oh, jeez. So when I, I form, you said it enough where I was like, "He's serious. He's not just." I took it to a panel of our peers. <laughs> I was like, you had it peer reviewed, yeah, yeah. And you know what was the, you know what was the tipping point? What? I think I woke up from a nap and I saw that uh, Katrina Reese, friend of the podcast, go check out her croupier episode. Oh, that was a wild episode. It was a wild one. Katrina Reese, you said Dennis said it was dumb to ask her to change it to blue eyes, and Katrina just went, "Why is it dumb, Dennis?" <laughs> and I was like, "God damn it, fine, I'll fucking ask her." Oh, I'm like yeah. it's not dumb. I just don't want to bother people. I'm just that Chris where it's like it's already, you know. Meanwhile, I'm sure it took her 30 seconds to like, oh, just format blue. And I was worried What's too. the paint emptying the paint can option? Remember from Emma just fills a void? Yeah. I was worried too it was going to be such a bright overpowering blue and I was like, "Oh, Dennis, why'd you do that?" Like So check it out. I tell her this, I'm like, "Hey, would it be if it's not too much of a pain in the ass cuz I knew she still had a little bit more work to do on yeah. it." I said, "Can he make Mike's eyes blue? It's his money maker," he told me. And she goes, <laughs> so funny. She goes, you know what? I actually made his eyes blue originally, but he looked like a fucking white walker. Yeah. No, you couldn't be too blue. That's the thing. I think she had him like crystal blue yes, I, and you yeah. looked like the, the Night King from Game of Thrones. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I, I did have that thought, but I was just happy. You're like, well, I can't, if it comes I, back too blue, I can't tell him to unblue it. I knew I couldn't <laughs> ask you at that point to be yeah. like, this is too blue. You would have crucified Right. Me. I, but I even had that in my head where I'm like, I hope it doesn't come back too crazy. Like it stands way out <laughs> as far as everything else. But she did a great job. She did a great job. It's subtle. Very subtle. It looks good. Perfect. I can't wait to hold a physical copy of it. Yeah. Looking forward to and it. And if you want to, if you want a poster, hit us up. We'll we'll mail it out. We'll send it to you. We'll meet you somewhere in New York at a show. Yeah, you know something. What I mean? That's what they're there for. They're Five star f- review. We'll get your poster. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> there you go. And ten bucks. But uh, 
So that was my dumb idiot lizard brain being like, how many more movies, you know, girls getting beat up and raped? Do I, have right. to watch? I get it. I get it. It's bad. I wish it weren't happening everywhere in the world. Sure. But I'll tell you what, Mike. Give it a stream. Holy spider. Holy shit. This was a good movie. It's so funny. Holy spider. And how many times I said, holy shit during this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, not joking. This movie was really good. Yeah. By the end of the movie, I wasn't saying, oh my God, I was saying Allah Akbar. Yeah. Like they said. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was so good. Let's, let's do the, uh, it came out last year, 2022, yeah. uh, in the city of Mashhad, Iran. Thank you. A killer vows to cleanse the streets from sin. As sex workers turn up dead, a reporter from Tehran investigates. <laughs> I guess in this situation, the city of Mashhad, Iran, is a very holy city. Millions of people uh, migrate there um, every year. What's it called when you do that? A pilgrimage. A pilgrimage, yes. Millions of people go there every year. Um, and then Tehran, I guess, is the big city also in Iran. That's maybe a little more westernized, maybe a little more... You know, our journalist character is coming from there. They're concerned more with how the country looks globally. Yes, as a whole, as opposed to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the foreign relations of everything. And You ever been to Mashhad? You ever pilgrim? You, know, you ever summer in Mashhad? <laughs> <laughs> I got a cousin in Mashhad. <laughs> I shouldn't have looked at you because I broke. I couldn't stay in character. <laughs> you know, the pier, the pier in Mashhad is very, very beautiful this time. You're thinking of this oh, yeah. ferry. Oh, yeah. Um, this, uh, this movie. So yeah, not knowing too much other than it was a thriller and whatever. It has a little, the taxi driver, you know, with the, uh, cleansing the streets of killing. Interesting. I didn't make that connection, but yeah. I mean, that you saw a taxi driver. Right? I have seen taxi driver. Yeah. He's... Taxi driver is more of just him being like, I want to clean the streets for, for the moral obligation. This is very, uh, religion oriented, right? I mean, sure. Was De Niro's, but De Niro's character wasn't like super Christian, was he? No, it, Am had, I forgetting no, it, that? it was just morals. It wasn't really. It was just more like, yeah, this is it, city's messed up, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the one to fix it. Yeah, he was a loner. Yeah. who was disgusted with immorality. Where when you watched Taxi Driver, how old were you? Huh, I don't know. Pretty young. Pretty young. Yeah, pro probably too young. But <laughs> did you like idolize the character, or did, were you like this guy's insane? I remember thinking um, that movie was pretty intense and sick, and the, the, especially when it finally gets going and the, and everyone's getting shot in that hallway. Yeah. Running up to him and then on the couch and blowing his brains out. Sick, you know, but yeah. I didn't think he was, he wasn't my hero. I remember thinking the pimps were way more approachable than I thought they'd be. <laughs> What's that actor's name? He yeah, what is his name? Job. He was in oh, Reservoir God, Dogs. Famous actor. Quentin Tarantino God. taps him all the time. Hyvie Cartel. Hyvie Cartel. Thank God I got that. Harvey Cartel. Yes. Hyvie Cartel. I don't care. I was close enough. <laughs> no, you got it. You got it. Absolutely. Yeah, a young, youngish Harvey yeah. Cartel mm -hmm. with no shirt on, but like a boa Smooth feather in his hat. 70s pimp. Get out of here, man. You don't want <laughs> you don't want no pussy. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of pussy. Speaking <laughs> Well, no, they don't show any. They don't show. Let's that. take this a little chronologically, okay? Because the movie starts and we see a young sex worker getting ready for her night out. Yes, puts her kid to bed. She's like, "I'll be here when you get back." They very much sort of make it seem like this is the this lead is our character. lead. This is our gal. Yeah, because yeah. also you see within the first two minutes you see breasts. Yeah, the the movie starts off. She's naked, getting yeah. ready in a mirror. Yeah, and this is an Iranian film. Yes. It was pr it was directed by a Danish Iranian guy. Oh, okay. So I think that's where you get a lot of cuz I'll tell you what, Iran did not like this movie. Interesting. The government was not happy about this movie coming out. I did not I didn't look up I didn't look that up. I did a little bit of research. Uh this went to Cannes. 
Got a seven-minute standing ovation. Oh, this is the seven-minute standing ovation. This is a seven-minute standing And you know how I feel about time to standing ovations. Yeah, I'm always I, like, who? Who's marking that? Those festivals, there's always a seven-minute. That, that's a, that's not even a long time. And that's I don't a, buy that's a short it. One. I don't buy it. I'm not standing there going, uh, <laughs> seven minutes. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm like, I'm here for it. I loved it. Seven minutes of clapping and like, you know. Wow. It, it was it was freaking good, though. It was good. It was a good movie. It was very Western, felt like. It felt like a Hollywood movie. It, it really did. Yeah. It felt like a... Like a yeah, it did. It felt like a, a, a very modern Hollywood movie. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you're following this uh, sex worker to start the film, and by the 10-minute mark, she's now dead. Yeah. And also, we see her sucking penis. Yeah. For like seven seconds. And yeah. you see mouth on peen, which you never see. Yeah. That should have been NC seventeen, right? That's that's porn. That's pretty much porn. It does say TV mature. It says disturbing images is the first one. Language, yeah. nudity, sex, smoking, and violence. Right. Um, disturbing. I like that they're smoking in there. Women yeah. are getting choked <laughs> in the name of religion, and they're like they also smoke a lot of cigarettes. Well, Marble Reds gets called out by the name, and I wonder if they put money in. Dude, it. I wonder if. Because the, he, he said, what does he say? He's like, all real smokers smoke Marlboro Reds. No, he A says, true smoker or something. A true smoker wouldn't say, I only smoke sometimes. Right. <clears throat> but he says Marlboro Red. Yeah. And I just feel like. A woman? <laughs> it had that vibe. I'm like, oh, yeah, a woman? Yeah. Well, an American, I guess. Yeah. Which might also American brand of cigarettes. Promis- yeah, possibly. Promiscuousness or right. I think there was a lot of, everything was implied sluttiness. Yeah. You were, I, you were a slut to do anything. In the beginning, you see her getting ready and she pulls out, um, a car drives by and doesn't pick her up. And then uh, she pulls out two pieces of hair. Mm-hmm. And then you find out not too much later that to show any hair is a sign of being a whore. Yeah. I mean, you kind of know. Even us Western guys, sure. dum-dums. I've said this yeah. before where we learn about other cultures through films. Yeah. We know that showing the hair is a no-no. We've talked about it before. Yeah, I guess I just didn't... I didn't. But to think it would have that much effect where it's like, even at one point the reporter comes and they're like, cover your hair, and right. she doesn't. Right. But then eventually that. she does. Because it's does. like, what, am I going to get hassled every fucking moment of every day here, yeah. you know? And she even tightens it up at certain points where she like really makes sure yep. the front of it isn't covered. And there's a scene later on with it with an older woman. I think she's a mother of of one of the girls that gets murdered. Yeah. And her um, head dress comes completely off when mm-hmm. she's upset. And I don't know, but I took that to be like that's how upset she is because under any other circumstance yeah. she might have been more right. You'd never do that. Yeah. Conscious or aware of that. Is that when she starts bugging out? Yeah, she's yeah, she's she's, she's screaming, screaming at her daughter. Crying. I don't know that person, that's but it's her daughter. daughter. But yeah. clearly it was. And then. Um, but she does opium. opium. I was going to say, you ever smoke opium? No. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have. I think I've been to the Patreon to <clears throat> listen to Dennis and Mike smoke opium. Yeah, we will smoke opium <laughs> if we get to 100 <laughs> subscribers. Um, I don't know. I think I've been told it was opium, but it was probably just hash. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, because I wasn't smoking it the way they're smoking opium in this, which is just folding it in tinfoil and using like a plastic straw to it on up. I mean, you can smoke anything that way. I guess so. In theory. But uh, can't smoke weed that way. Why not? You on the uh, tinfoil? Why did on tinfoil take a straw? Oh, I guess you don't like the tinfoil. You like the actual pot on yeah. the thing. Yeah. Right, let's try it. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. All right. Put put a pause on that. Um. So yeah, she winds up dead, and then you see the whole process of him like luring, taking her home, killing her. Um. 
and dumping her body out in like just outside the city, probably like a half hour ride outside the city. Yeah, and like all over, not really that consistent. Sometimes in the mud, sometimes in a right uh, field. Yeah, it's not props. like he's making going through painstaking effort to not have these bodies found. Dude, painstaking. See, he makes no effort almost whatsoever. Yeah, the most effort was when he tied the big girl up so that she perfectly st- like sat on his back. Yes, because she couldn't. That was also I don't I know it wasn't intended to be funny. But when he pulls up on her and she's a little bit bigger than the rest of them and she's got, like, attitude, I'm like, yo, this bitch is going to give this guy a hard time and I can't wait. I hope she gets, like, a good shot on him. I knew it was going to... You're right, and I did notice all that. Yeah. But what was sticking out in my mind is him walking around the kitchen like, ah, jeez, I need something to kill her with. Yeah. And it's like, you didn't prepare... You don't even have, like, your favorite rope. Yeah, right? Your favorite rug or or whatever, like, shawl, something. You don't have at least... The murder weapon playing right. out. He's in the. He's like dancing around like a Disney princess. Shall I kill her with a knife? Yeah. Shall well, I kill her with a hammer? Every sex worker so far has been like some shy, kind of dainty, like a hurt woman. A woman who, who doesn't. This want woman to- looks like it's a choice. Like she loves going out every night and just like, dude, yeah. she's laughing at times. She's yeah. messing with him. Was, she's like bullying him. It's ones, fucking it was funny. Clear, they're addicts. Yeah, they need the money for whatever. There's, yeah, she was like having a party in there. Yeah, dude, she was having a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Munching on a carrot. Even when he got violent, she's like, "Oh, that's how you like it." All right, yeah, was, she was down. Yeah, she, she starts swinging down. back. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't laughing. But no, I wasn't <laughs> laughing, but I was kind of like, you know, you're rooting for her all of a sudden. Oh yeah, no, he was. He he was like an evil dude. I mean, I yeah, you know, in the um, obviously everything was in the uh, so his family is a martyr, martyr family, and I didn't realize this this happened like right before uh, the attacks on the towers. I mean, not to say anything, but uh, I think it's immediately afterwards, after or during, because the these murders happened two thousand to two thousand one, right? And the movie opens with the TV showing the towers getting hit. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't notice. Yeah, that. the opening shot where they're. I love the opening shots of this film too. Still shots, and they just show the setting, and one of them is the TV in the living room, and it shows the second uh, plane going into the tower. Oh, but it's damn. not like live. It's like just something that clearly just happened, though, and they're still talking about. Oh, it. I can't believe I didn't see that. Yeah, I rewound. I rewound it because I was like, "Was that the towers?" And then damn, upon I like missed a, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so because it was a lot of martyr talk. He comes from a right. martyr family, the the culture there about a, a martyr's a hero and all that. And he's a veteran from the Iran Iraq War, right? And he and he has discussions about feeling guilty that he wasn't killed. Yeah, um, being a martyr and survivor's it's, guilt. It's definitely a theme that goes on and on. It, it, the martyr thing, and that kind of that's the theme in a way of the movie because the movie ends with his son giving like one of these instructional videos of how to do it. I mean, it was that was maybe the one of the hardest scenes to watch, honestly, for me. Yeah, was watching his son, who he's now he he's been murdered, you know, death penalty, and thank God it went through. I didn't, I didn't, you know, what? I didn't want to look up to see if let's hold in on real life he didn't get killed. I don't want to rush to that because I want to, okay. I want to know how you felt because, like I said, this movie feels very like a hol- it moves the way a Hollywood movie does. Mm-hmm. There's tension. You see him do a couple murders. You see the one that almost goes wrong with mm-hmm. the bigger girl, mm-hmm. and he rolls her up in the carpet, and he still gets away with it with the wife even coming home early and stuff. But you know he's going to fall apart. You're not sure how it's going to happen. You know that apple's coming back. Yeah, the yeah, apple's coming back lipstick, somewhere. You're like, oh, boy. Yuck. He's, I love how he just like slammed it to the sidewalk, Oof. too. Um, but the movie, for me, takes a weird turn in vibe, and it kind of goes off the Western track, in my opinion, when the reporter, badass character, also mm-hmm. interesting fact, originally was just the casting director for this film. 
She was the casting director? She was the casting director, and wow. they had a girl, and the girl got so nervous about playing that role because, like, defying certain religious things and being a... Being the type of girl who's like, I'm not, I don't need to wear a fucking headdress. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, she was already starting to get flack probably before the movie started. Wow. At the last minute, she dropped out. Wow. Casting director was like, we've been through 100 girls. I'll just do it. Wow. And she fucking crushed it. Yes. She yeah. was awesome. She won, She wound up winning at uh, the Palme d'Or. Or not the Palme d'Or. The uh, Best Actress Award at okay. Cannes. So, for this movie. Yeah. Uh, not a seven-minute ovation. But still pretty cool, you know? <laughs> no, she was great. Yeah. I, that's, like, shocking that she was the... That know, she... Yeah. I mean, she must have had a back acting background. I don't she, think she had nothing. And she obviously knew what the role... You know, she knew exactly oh, yeah. what it was. If you're the casting director, you ought to know the story. She's probably <laughs> as close to it as the director at that point. Yeah. Right. Um, so she goes undercover to this guy mm -hmm. to be caught. And then I don't really know what her plan is exactly other than like, all right, my boy, my guy's going to follow me if anything goes wrong. And of course he loses the tail immediately. Uh, edge of my seat. Yes. I mean, once, so once he loses her, you're like, oh fuck, she's going in that room. Honestly, yeah. that kind of felt like taxi driver a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The, just the all white walls are like, you know, very nothing hanging on walls. You're in an apartment building the tents, you know, something's violence about to happen. They're different urban sprawls, but they're both urban sprawls. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, what, what a scene. So once she gets in there, she fights him off. She escapes. The next day she comes back with the police. I was surprised that they were able to get the arrest on him based off this alone. This kind of a. Uh, they were, the murders, the bodies were piling up. They were piling up. Yeah, they were piling up. And she was already in the mix. Right. Like, yeah, the they knew of her. Very aware of her. Yeah. They know that she's working on this. Right. And she's got the other uh, journalist, the man. Yeah. Who is corroborating. Right. I, I went with her. Yeah, it gives a little credibility. On, it shouldn't need to, but at this place at this time. 100%. Yeah, this guy backing her up probably means everything. Everything, right. Um. So, yeah, that's when it gets weird for me because they take him into custody and we start seeing things that make the uh, the killer, the spider killer, yep. he becomes the unreliable narrator. Because you're like, at one point, the two, the judge and the other guy come into his cell room after he's been found guilty, and they're like, you know, this is just for show. Like, this is just, we got to do our part, but we're going to make sure, we're going to take care of you. We really support. The fact that people came out in support, did you see that coming at all? Because I did not. Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, the second he's... To that degree? Well, I Of, just, like, people supporting him? You know, I don't, yeah, I guess, I guess I did think so. I, I mean, because I was sitting there panicking that he was going to get out. Yeah. And I was going to feel awful. Yeah, if that's the way the movie ended, I was going to be, like, become an internet warrior, start, like, <laughs> fucking sending emails. Like, are you guys shitting me? We're getting spider tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> We're going deep with it, dude. <laughs> No, so I, I was definitely, you know, nervous. But that's why I didn't, like I said, after the movie, I didn't want to look shit up because I didn't want to find out that in real life they didn't hang him. Yeah. And he did get away. And, they, and just for the movie, they decided to make it make you feel a little right. better. So that conversation happens, and you're almost wondering, you're like, is he imagining that conversation? Or did it really happen? And if it did really happen, are they just trying to placate him and keep him calm? Yeah, what was the purpose? I do not no. Yeah, it's weird. But from what I read, the actual journalist uh -huh. in real life did get to see him hung. And at the, his last words were he's looking at the people in charge and he's going, this wasn't our deal. Yeah. So maybe they did say something to placate him and never intended. Maybe they did have some sort of deal that they realized at the last minute they couldn't follow through with. Let's just kill him. I don't know. But I love the fact that they have that conversation in this movie. I love the fact that they fake whipping him. 
wait a minute, did he get his 100 lashes? Because that's what I thought, too. I, I had completely uh, forgot about the lashes. I was like, before he dies, and I know he can't, you know, you can't uh, perform multiple life sentences, blah, blah, blah. But you can be physically punished before put to death. Sure. And right as I thought it, she pipes up. I loved her. Yeah. She's a bad bitch. Yes. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did he get his 100 lashes? And everyone kind of looks around like, all right, let's just make her happy. And, couple, you know. Couple of whispers, couple of whispers. Yeah. Go in there and hit the wall 100 times. Yes. And he's he's loving it. He's laughing about it. But that's so odd. It was like, why didn't, why didn't they lash him then if they were going to kill him? I think because at that point, they're like, we are going to kill him. There is no deal. Right. Uh, and also, if we start lashing him now, he's going to be like, why are you doing this? You don't have to do this. There's no witnesses. Don't we have a deal? Didn't you appreciate what I did? Right. But it's still such a strange, like, that's what I really want to know about the real life situation. Did it go down exactly? Like, did they fake hit him? Did that scene not even happen? Yeah, so the, the part where he, he puts his hand out the window, the rain comes down. Yeah, was it but raining he, or was it when not When it raining? comes back in, it's completely dry. That's what I'm saying. He was he was lost. He was losing it. He was, yeah. He thought he was talking to God. Yeah. Now, maybe he maybe in real life he imagined that they offered him some kind of deal. And he said that, it, those are his last words, this isn't the deal. And they're just standing there going, what the fuck's this guy? Crazy bastard. I mean, you know, it doesn't mean that there wasn't a deal. It just could mean at the end, one pressure was higher than another pressure. Yeah. One's a local pressure of important people and diplomats and the other one is you know <clears throat> from the state or you know right you know, you know what i mean the uh, the more like federal government that's probably not the right word but that's almost like the bigger takeaway from this movie is not like oh there was a guy who was killing hookers in the name of uh in the name of god and yeah. that's horrible it's more like look at the state not giving a fuck mm-hmm. And then even when they do find this guy not just some of the state but some of the public being like no we support this and not some of the public um, oh, a big amount of the public. Not everybody, surely, but right. enough people where they're outside the courtroom. Yeah. Like, he's innocent. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he's he's doing the cop's job type of thing. One of the few people who did have, I thought, like a decent head on their shoulders wound up being the, uh, it seemed to be some sort of a hybrid of, like, religious in the judicial system. The guy who had the big headpiece on. The judge. I think he was the judge, or yeah. at least one of the judges. But at one point, she says to him, she's like, well, your religion, like, you know, you look down on these people anyway. And he's like, I mean, he's like, yes and no. He's like, nobody sells their body unless they're desperate and hurting. Right. He's like, I don't wish these people dead. Right. This is the societal. This is just, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, but still, it's like you say that. It's like, all right, well, can we get some action going forward, some diplomacy to, like, help these people? Yeah, well, it's you know addiction to opium, and yeah. and then of course there's never even a whisper or or a hinting at all the Johns, right? It's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that are employing this prostitution every day. <laughs> Whoa, bless you. Excuse me, thank you. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> yeah, at one point they're interviewing the wife, and she's like, "Yeah, these awful women out chasing our husbands, tempting them." It's like, no, worthless. these are these are drug addicts staring at their feet, hating that they have to do this. Your husbands come up to them, of course. Your husbands are chasing, which them. is the yeah, same old story. Yeah, but it's it's crazy to be like, it's so obvious to anybody not raised in that culture, of course. But to them, they're like totally serious. It's not like they're looking the other way. This totally makes sense to them, where it's like these women chasing, tempting our husbands, and not the other way around. And it's all that um, thriving to be a martyr and this higher um, morality. Because, uh, you know, there was a decision at one point. He could have made the defense that he's not mentally um, capable or whatever. And that, Crazy defense, yeah. And he's, Plead you know, insanity. No, but he wanted the glory. 
It's a lot of glory. And yeah. it's a lot of, you know, look at my followers at the expense of your family. And then you're sitting there with your grandmother and yeah. your wife. Or your, or your I like that they gave it to them. And, well, because that, that was the whole thing. It's like, but these are your, these are actually your people. Yeah. And you're letting them down in an enormous right. way. Who's going to take care of these people now? And now your son that is basically, it's, not, it's more than implied that he's going to end up doing something. Yeah. So now we're there. My God, what a final scene. Yeah. Brutal, of this kid dude. fucking oh. just, if it didn't even involve him. Acting it out on his sister. Bringing the sister in, dude, that was The moment tough. he brings it, and the sister just laughing about it. It was tough. I'm dead. It was tough. And they don't know because they're kids. Yeah, and, well, that was like... How old is that kid? 10 years old? 12 years in, old? Her innocence to be, like, giggling yeah. uh, because she is just a kid. And, oh, dude, that was such a tough scene. Sorry. In a movie where there's, like... I won't say a horror. lot of tough scenes. Yeah, it's like there's porn, practically uh-huh. porn. There's um, multiple pe- people getting strangled, and it's not like strangled and they cut. It's strangled and oh, you they hold those shots. You watch the life leave their eyes. Yes, uh, in ways that was uncomfortable. And then he they hang him, and you are happy that they did. Right. But then even that they bring it right in. You go down to the death rattle on that guy. Really yeah. hard to watch. And then somehow. They top it with with a worse scene. Yeah, yeah you don't think it's going to get worse than that. Because you kind of can't believe that it could, but then you just see his son in detail of how to kill a prostitute or how at least how his father did it. Brutal. Yeah. And what makes it, I feel like what makes it so bad is that it's not like some little kid who's just like, my dad was a hero. He was cleansing the streets, and I'm gonna someday. I'm gonna do what he did. Right. It's some kid who's kind of pragmatic, and he's like, you know, people are telling me I should take it up, and to them I say, maybe one day we'll see. And it's like, Jesus Christ, yeah. you're coming at this way too practically to give it consideration. Like if you were that practical and that again pragmatic, it's like, can't you see that this is just a horrible thing that you should yeah. not be proud of, or no, you know? He's already dropped out of school. He's already yeah. getting. Uh, He's looking at rope, buying rope and bulk, rope yeah. and bulk. Oh, it'd be free. The family's yeah. already going to be they'll, they'll be fed for the rest of their lives. As yeah, a, as a hero's, you know. Maybe they finally family. get some chairs in that house. <laughs> they, need, they need some chairs, dude. There is a serious lack of forget sex workers. Iran needs some fucking chairs, man. Dude, why need chairs when you can just lay a rug on top of a rug? It is nice to have rugs on rugs because it's <laughs> like all right, and just pillows on the ground because it's like all right, it's every every day's a sleepover. Kinda. Dude, I'll tell you why I couldn't do that. My knees. Dude, I know. I can't sit down for any extended period of time. With and my, there's some heavy people in Iran. Knees. Like there was that. a few bigger folk. It's not like everybody was in tip top shape. That's what I remember thinking was like. I like the sloped pillows that go against the wall. Okay. You remember those ones? <laughs> <laughs> sure. For like eating, I guess. But yeah, I can't yeah, sit I on the floor like that. They're I can't sit on the, on the floor like that. All right. Here's I feel it. like Seinfeld. They've seen chairs. <laughs> oh, they're well aware. Oh, that they're we well have aware the chair. of chairs. <laughs> <laughs> they're sticking with the rug. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, how about him, him driving around on that motorcycle? Mm-hmm. Driving so slow. Yeah. I mean, I did that. That was a part I kind of did laugh. I'm like, why is he going so slow? He was driving so What's slow. What's the rush? At one point, I thought he was going to like, the bike was going to fall over. I'm no like, rush. you need to keep some speed. Where's he going? There I guess. Go. It was just so, I'm like, he's driving really slow. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't, you know. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, Chief of police was disgusting. I was reminded Ooh, of Silence yeah, of the Lambs. A, that was another tough scene. Yeah, when he's like all up on her. Like comes sensitive. into her. I'm not like those other guys, and it's like, oh, watch how sensitive I can be. Right. Like smelling her face. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why. Anything. Same as the uh, killer did at one point. The it killer 
kills the big one, I think it was, starts sniffing her, and then he starts Oof. praying for forgiveness to Allah. Yeah, you could tell he was getting there. Because yeah, I yeah. think it was before her when it was the first time he, he kind of gets on top of um, the woman after he kills her. Yeah. And uh, you could see that that's probably where it's going. Right. A couple more, and he would have started doing something to a dead But, body. like, did he never sleep with any of these women before he killed them? He always killed them? No, but but I'm saying I think it was going that way. Yeah, yeah. I think they were definitely implying that. But the uh, the cop has the vibes of uh, when a guy says he's a feminist. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like those are the ones you have to ask, actually work look out for. <laughs> he reminded me of that uh, the cat the cop character in uh, RRR that we watched. Okay, the cop character. Oh yeah, you remember him? Yes. But just in like how he looked, not at all the vibes. The cop character in RRR was a good dude. Yeah, that's true. This guy was a piece of shit. Right, but but, yeah. but using your authority when you had to. And right, right, right. Those vibes for sure. How about uh the the woman? And I thought this was going to play a bigger role, and it didn't. But she's singing in the bathroom, getting ready. I think it was the larger one. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The sassy. I wish we. I wish we didn't describe. I didn't describe it like that immediately. The sassy one. Let's call it the sassy, sassy. one. Right on out. She. Uh, she's singing in the bathroom. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, will you shut up, my neighbors? Yeah, the neighbors, and she was loud, but that never came into play. I thought for sure it was going to be the between the apple, sure. and then we heard someone in there. Yeah. But earlier in the film, they do say, uh, or the wife goes, she's someone, like, someone saw you with a woman. And she's like, oh, he must have mistake. So they do, they do kind she's of. She's like, how can they be wrong from ten meters away? Right. They do. So they do sort of address that. Yeah. We only see the dad snap once, which is terrifying because you're kind of waiting for it. You know, at one point he's going to lash out at his family for oh, when he, what he's he, been doing. He wanted to beat the shit out of his kid. For they him, go to the picnic with a soccer ball. And in fairness, do you ever get like hit in the head with a, a an athletic ball, basketball, or soccer ball when you're not? I mean, not that you're ever expecting it. You're instantly furious. Dude, it brought me back to my, I'm young, uh -huh. I'm a child, I'm in uh, my uncle's house, uh -huh. on my dad's side, and we're throwing a Frisbee or something, and uh, oh, no. I just, and like we were throwing a Frisbee, but now the Frisbee has kind of stopped. I don't know how old I am, I'm a child. Yeah. And I just like fling it, and I hit my grandfather, and he was very much like the patriarch. Oh, no. I just hit him like just square in the head, you know? <laughs> Front of his face or side of his head? I'm going to say right like right here. What is this? Your temple? Yeah. Like right in the temple. In my head, it ricochets off his head, hits grandma. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just starts taking out all the family. The dog jumps up on the picnic table to get it. Yeah, just a, a full on, uh, you yeah. know, <laughs> slapstick. Someone's colostomy bag bursts. <laughs> that movie with the squirrel in the house. Uh, Christmas vacation. Just a full on national lampoons. Never seen it. But, uh. And so, but that that feeling is like, oh my god, you just, you know, what happened when you hit grandpa? To, you, know, oh, you laughed it off. Okay. He's a human being, but like, <laughs> but my dad wasn't happy. You know, like yeah, yeah, other yeah. people looking at me like, what the hell's the matter with you? You know, I went golfing last week for Easter, right? Oh, well, look at you. Went out and played eighteen. Must be nice. And my dad, I was bringing my dad, and my dad said to me, he's like, you have my clubs. I'm like, okay, because I did have a second set of clubs in my closet that I don't use. I go, must be my dad's. Okay. So I bring the second set of clubs. We get to the golf course Sunday morning. I give him the clubs. He's like, these aren't my clubs. I go, oh, these are not your clubs. He goes, no, I'm a lefty. These are right. I go, ah, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I go, I guess I'm like, you know, you could just ride around for a couple hours with us, hang out. Maybe you go home after the first nine, you know, but you're here now. We already paid for it. Okay. Hang out. I'm in the sand and he's standing at like near the hole. Yeah. And I'm trying to chip out and just. Just roll it right up on the green. Right. I got a hold of it way too strong. I've never seen my dad dodge. I've never seen my dad move like this. He's like Neo in the Matrix. I'm talking about a golf ball speeding at his oh, head. Shit. Like right at his face. Yeah. And he just 
<laughs> just one foot to the right and then back to standing position. Damn. And I didn't even say sorry for a minute or two because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> but if I had hit him, oh my God. the day would have been ruined. Dude, ruined. Even if it didn't hurt him that bad. No, that's like a bullet. I mean, it's not a bullet, but it, it's... It would have given him an egg, a goose egg on oh, his head. Oh, yeah, you're getting hit with... I mean, if you got hit in the eye, it'd be real bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or even the teeth. I, it, no, I told him, I was like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> I will get you someday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he took he he was laughing after a minute, but there was that first initial moment of like, Jesus Christ! Right, Pro- yeah. probably not a. But I was like, Dad, why are you standing in my line? Don't stand there. Don't stand in my line, even if it's behind the hole. Yeah, you don't know stand I mean? there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how do we get how do we get there? How, how do we get to this? The dad bugging out with the, oh, right, you know right, what I mean? picnic table, getting hit or the picnic rather. <laughs> I, he he hates his mother in law. So like, if there's one thing <laughs> that was great, no I matter love what culture, yeah, we can all come together and and accept the fact that you're never gonna get along with your mother in law. <laughs> Honestly, if I was given if I was given the choice of going to see my imaginary wife's mother for the night, or going and killing a hooker. <laughs> Both are equally painful for me. Both are, both are a strain. Both are going to have lasting uh, impacts on me. So I guess the family goes and stays with the mother's family every Thursday. And so that's why he did something it like that. Thursday yeah, night, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. It's got to be interesting growing up in a holy city, though, like that. Yeah. In a way, it's like a big New York, a big Western city because there's so much tourism. Yeah. But it seems like most of the sex workers aren't, it's not the tourists, it's the locals. Mm-hmm. You know, any any city, any city, yeah, any city you're gonna find civilization. I've never been to like the Vatican. Me neither. So I don't know. Yeah, how that, how the, uh, I don't know how the, um, I don't know how many sex workers are hanging around the Vatican, workers, but they're prob- probably 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 some. I, I don't know. I, really I don't know if it's know. like this where it's literally like you just oh, there's a lonely woman at night with makeup on. It's like that's a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little more complex in Italy. Maybe. Is it just a bathhouse? Maybe there's just like a place you go. I mean, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm speaking way out of school. I'll send you some websites. Yeah. Send me a link. Yeah, a link. <laughs> um, Yeah, man. It was good. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Yeah, holy spider. I've suggested it to a couple people already. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. I I didn't, but I just watched it. You know why? Because it's, it's a good thriller. It is a good thriller. It's a good thriller, and it also ends... For me, if the movie ended with her taking him down in some big blaze of glory and maybe she stabs him or something or the government cracks down, it'd be it'd still be okay, but I'd be like, all right, a little color by numbers. The fact that he gets caught with like 45 minutes left in the film and then we see the public support for him, we see the family supporting him, Nobody's, nobody really sees him as a monster unless you're the journalist and like some of the public and the court, obviously. Um, getting that... Getting the whole thing of like, is the government going to let him slip out quietly? Yep. Is it raining? Is he? Is it get raining? Whipped? Is he going to get killed? Yeah. yeah. Like, what is this all equal to? What does it all amount to? And then also for me, I went in knowing it's like, all right, based on real life, you never know what that means, right? How much? And then at the end, where they're just like, sixteen people were killed between two thousand and two thousand one by this guy, and like this is pretty accurate. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, yeah, it's not that long ago, man. It's twenty years ago. No, and and nothing was corny, like at all. Yeah, everything came off like very authentic, very real. Every detail from the apple to uh, that video at the end, even the her and the journalist that worked together, and clearly he had feelings for her at this mm-hmm. point, and they don't 
They don't bog you down with any of the scene of right. him being like, I'm so sorry, I was supposed to be there to protect you. There's no romantic subplot, they really. They skip over all that. She gives yeah. him a kiss on the cheek, and, and he's a proving, ecstatic Proving that everyone was right. She was a slut the whole time. Ah. A kiss on the cheek in public? She'd smoke anybody's cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, that was such a weird... <laughs> you'd smoke, you'd share a cigarette with anybody. It's like, yeah, I guess. I don't There's know. women out in the streets... Chewing bubble gum. Yeah, right. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Chewing gum like it ain't no thing. You think you think that's good? Yeah. You think that's good for My the society? out there murdering them for justice. Yeah, the blinders that you could put on and not just see, you know. Yeah, and then, well, and if you're living in a place where everyone has your same um, morals or same, like, uh, ideologies, it can get a little scary. Yeah. Also has to be weird living in a place with morality police. Literally. Where the guy at the hotel is like, listen, it's not, it's almost not even me. It's right. like, if I, if you have your hair out in here and the morality piece, like I get a ticket. Yeah. He's like, we, well, he's, she's not married. They're like, we can't have you. And then yeah. she's like, I, here's my documentation. I'm, I'm a journalist. I'm literally here working legally yeah. in the country. He's like, okay, we'll give it to you. Right. Brutal. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, great movie. Great, great movie. film. Check it out. Any final thoughts? Holy spider. Holy spider, Batman. Holy spider. It's good. Allah Akbar. Uh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram at Dennis Rooney seven. Follow the pod on Instagram at Netflix book club podcast to see the whole upcoming schedule for May. What do we got next week? Do you remember? Uh, this was episode one fifty four. One fifty four. Yes. Good thing I finally old enough to drink. One fifty four. Old enough to drink. Um, we have a guest. Do you remember which movie? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. It's Ryan Brooke, and we're going to be doing Father Stew with Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. I'm excited to watch that. Hopefully that lightens up the mood. I was going to (laughs) say, lighten it up. Unless it opens with him getting butt-fucked in prison. I'm like, God God. damn it. We had a couple of serious ones in a row, but, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Where can they find you, Mike? Underscore Mike Tui, all social media. Follow the pod, Netflix Book Club podcast on Instagram. Any movies uh, coming out you're excited for? Coming out. Yeah, new movies. No. Nothing at all? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't keep up. Why, you got something? It's burning, a burning desire. I mean, I'm still looking forward to Bo is Afraid. Ari Aster's new flick is coming out soon. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to the new Zelda game coming out in a month, but that's a different medium. <laughs> oh, yeah, video game. Yeah. Oh, which is Nintendo Switch. You have Legend of Zelda. Yeah, but it's got dust on it. Last time I played it was the last Zelda game. Literally, I have the whole system for that. That's enough for us to fade up to. I'm extremely pretty.